Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and this is episode number 39, The Grieving Teacher. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. And of course, to all our faithful listeners, welcome back. Before I get started, two quick and exciting announcements. Number one, the E2E Teacher Summer Conference registration is open. The conference has 70 presentations for grades pre-K-12 and is totally free, self-paced, and virtual, which means you can listen to this conference poolside. It can't get any better. You can register for the conference at educators2educators.com. Don't forget, that's the number two. As I said in the last podcast, we have launched the E2E membership site. It has so much great content, including all of the professional development videos from all of our conferences, including reflection sheets that you can use to turn in for professional development credit within your school or school district, our course library, and tons of freebies. Speaking of freebies, if you become an E2E member in the month of May, you get Teacher Summer Reboot, which is a $97 value, totally free. Teacher Summer Reboot is a six-module course that's going to help you maximize self-care over the summer while prepping you for the start of the school year. It was created by myself, Jill Schaefer, and Heather Campbell. If you get in right now, you get the founder's rate locked in at $10 a month. That's like one lunch or two cups of coffee. And you're going to love all the free content that you get, all the extra freebies for only $10 per month. So head over to educators2educators.com to learn more about all we're doing at E2E. Thank you so much for being here for this very special edition of Educators to Educators podcast. I've been thinking about recording this podcast really since I started E2E. As many of you know, I lost both of my brothers, both of my older brothers, within five years of each other. I lost lost Kurt, my oldest brother, in 2012, and my brother Kelly in 2017. We lost Kurt while I was teaching fifth grade in the Chicago Public Schools, and Kelly while I was working as an executive at Discovery Education. Going through these really hard times, one right after the other, has taught me so much about life. I always knew that I would use my loss, both of my losses, to comfort and help others. I want to dedicate episode 39 and 40 to my dear brothers, Kurt and Kelly. I miss them every single day. They were amazing brothers that taught me to be strong, pushed me to think and grow, and most of all made me laugh. I pray every day that I'm making them proud. In this episode, The Grieving Teacher, I'm going to talk about how you can get through loss and grief when you are a teacher, because being a teacher adds an extra layer of difficulty when you are going through grief. Going back to the classroom after you've experienced a loss is difficult for many reasons, but the fact that you have to head back to one of the most highly stressful jobs and then face every single day a room full of children, it can be challenging. Even if you are not currently going through a loss yourself, I ask that you give this episode a listen. Unfortunately, we will all face loss at some point in our lives and in our career. Also, listening to this episode may help you help a colleague who is grieving. 
This leads me to talk quickly about episode number 40, the next episode, which is going to be helping the grieving teacher. Next week's episode will provide you tips for helping a colleague who has gone through loss. I'll give you tips and tricks to support and help fellow teachers who are grieving. Today, I want to focus on the teacher that is grieving. This could be a teacher that lost a sibling, a child, a spouse, a mother, or maybe even the loss of a relationship or a pet. I'm going to give you a couple of tips to help you get through this loss. I don't know it all, and I'm not a psychologist, but I am a person who has gone through two devastating losses quickly and close together. So here's my advice from my heart for you to help you get through a loss. The first thing I want you to do is to educate yourself. This is one of the most important things that I did, especially in the way that I lost both of my brothers. I did a lot of reading about grief and just mental health. And I think it's really important that you educate yourselves about the five stages of grief. Those stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And the one thing I want to point out about this is I think it's really important to learn what those stages are, but to remember this is a theory. And remember that you may feel all of these stages and you may not feel any of them. Another thing I think is really important to remember that I think not a lot of people know is that you don't go through the five stages of grief one after another. And you may feel some of those feelings all in one day. You might have denial in the morning and anger at night, or you might feel sad and depressed in the morning and then feel acceptance at night. You can feel all of these different stages at different times. I heard somewhere on a podcast that I really love to listen to that grief is not a line. These stages of grief is not a linear line, but it's a circle. And I'm here to tell you that grief will stay with you and it never goes away. Kurt has been gone for almost seven years and I'm still sad. But the the grief has changed and the grief does change. I still cry. I was crying this morning as I was sketching out what I was going to say on this podcast. It made me emotional. You may have even heard me getting emotional at the beginning of this podcast when I was talking about Kurt and Kelly. I will always, always, always miss them. But my grief has changed. I'm healing. And over time, your grief will change. So if you're at the beginning of a loss, I just want to give you faith that your sadness and your missing of your loved one is never going to go away, but it changes. And you will change. Grief will stay with you. But as it changes, you'll get the chance every once in a while to laugh and smile. I find myself really talking and sharing so much about my brothers. I talk to my children about my brothers. They were very close to my brothers. I mean, I had to watch my children and my husband, who were very close to my brothers, uh, grieve his loss. Let me tell you, watching children grieve is heart-wrenching. But now we're at the point that we talk about them. We talk about all those special times. We talk about Uncle Kelly and, you know, my daughter wears his hoodie and it's comforting. And we laugh about the silly things that they did and the things they love. And, you know, we'll never be the same before we were, before we had those losses, but we found our new normal. And so will you. So I want you to know that if you are going through grief right now, 
you know, educate yourself and know those stages of grief and know that what you're feeling is normal. It's okay to feel all types of conflicting and different emotions. And you will find your way back to your new normal. The second thing I want to talk to you about today is really specific to you being a teacher. So many times when people experience grief and loss, they want to crawl in a hole and isolate themselves. They want to be alone. But when you are a teacher, you can't do that. Eventually, after a loss, you have to go back to work. I think when I taught for Chicago Public Schools and I lost Kurt, we got three days for bereavement. I was supposed to have three days to process this person that I spent my whole life growing up next to, him being gone. Three days. Kind of a joke, right? I took a week and a half and I used sick days, but after a week and a half, I had to head back to work. I was dreading it so much. I was so tired. I was so sad. I barely had anything in me to give to my own two young children. I didn't know how I was going to walk through that door and teach 30 kids, 30 fifth graders. How was I going to do that? But guess what? Something magical happened. My class, those fifth graders, those 10 and 11 year olds, every day, They pushed me into tomorrow. It's actually, I'm getting emotional talking about it because when I think about the gift that those 10 and 11 year olds gave me, it's incredible. Once I got back to school, those kids, they gave my life structure and even more purpose. They needed me. They loved me. They missed me. They hugged me. They saw me cry. They saw me struggle. I talked to them about my grief, of course, in a very 10 and 11 year old appropriate way. And I thanked them for being part of my life. I had such a special bond with that class and those little people helped me come back to life again. If you are grieving, no matter what age you teach, lean into those kids. Yeah, they're gonna give you hard times because they're kids and they're gonna forget you're grieving And they're going to pull on you and they're going to push you, but lean into them because what's going to happen is those first couple days back, you're going to be thinking about your loss a lot, but then this moment's going to happen where you're going to go through the morning and go drop your kids off at lunch. And then you're going to come back to your room and you're going to say, oh my gosh, those children made me forget how much pain I'm in. Those kids are going to push you into tomorrow. And eventually you're gonna find your new normal. So lean into them. Let them push you into tomorrow. You need them. And most importantly, they need you. In episode 40, I'm gonna talk a lot about how we need other human beings to keep us grounded on this earth and help us understand life after a loss. And I'm gonna talk about how Other people kind of tie us back down to earth and ground us after this loss. So make sure you check out episode 40, even if you are the grieving teacher. Um, That episode is going to talk about supporting a grieving teacher, but I think you can really get a lot from kind of how I think about how I regrounded myself after two big losses. The last thing I want to share with you and encourage you is to find your people. So when you go back to work, 
it's going to be a little awkward with some people. But I want you to sit and think about who are your people? So these might be people that are close friends with you and very close to you before the loss. And there may be people that you lean on that maybe you weren't so close to. I want you to know who you can count on at work. You're going to have a support system outside of work and they're going to be great, but you need people within your school building that are going to be your support network. So I want you to figure out who can help me. And I want you to go to them and I want you to tell them, I'm going to need you. And I'm going to need you for a while. One of the best things you can do is to say, I'm going to need you and I trust you. So for example, when I came back to school, I knew I was going to have moments that were hard. And I went to our school clerk and I said to her, because we had, um, you know, we didn't have phones in our room. We were in a hundred year old building. So if I needed to contact the office, I had to push a button and the whole class could hear what I'm saying. And so I said, if I ever call down to you and I just say, can you please send someone up to cover my class? Please send someone up immediately. And I went to my assistant principal, Melody, and I went to my principal, Cindy, and I went to our school counselor. And I said, if the, if the office calls you and asks you to come cover my room, please do it. Please do it. Because I know I'm going to have moments where it's going to be hard and I'm going to need a little break. And you know that I only had to use that twice, but with both, within both times, I had someone at my door within minutes. There was this one time, um, I love to play music in my classroom, and there was a song that came on. We were writing, and the kids were writing. It was super quiet. I remember it was just like a really beautiful day, and I had the windows open, and there was a breeze going, and my kids were writing, and I had music on, and there was a song that came on, and I could not hold back the tears. It was heart-wrenching. Um, and so I called the office and asked them to come up. And I remember I, I just went for a little walk around the building and got my thoughts back together. Um, and people were just so supportive. So think about not only your friends um, within the building, but other people that can support you in your need. People want to help you when you're grieving. People don't always know what to do. And we're going to talk about that um, in the next episode where I offer up suggestions for how to support grieving colleagues. But people really do want to help. But a lot of times with grief, when they know you've had a loss, especially for me, I had some pretty tragic losses. Um, people don't always know how to react and they don't know what to say, but they want to help. And so ask those people lean on them to help you. There's nothing wrong with that. It makes them feel good to help you. I also leaned a lot on my co-teacher, Christine Garcia, who I interviewed back quite a few episodes ago. I leaned on her a lot. I leaned on other mothers because I had two kids and my son Jacob was in preschool at the school I was teaching at. And so I leaned on um, Trish, the speech pathologist, who was also a mother with a son in preschool. And, and she helped me. She helped me so much. People want to help you use them and lean on them. And I want to tell you one thing about that. Some people are going to disappoint you. Some people at work are going to disappoint you. They're going to disappoint you because they can't deal with your loss themselves. They're either scared of death or they're uncomfortable with death 
or it triggers something for them, maybe a loss that they've had. I'll tell you, I found out about my um, brother Kurt's death from my brother Kelly. I was in a grade level meeting and my brother Kelly, who lived in San Francisco, uh, he was a software engineer. He kept calling me repeatedly and I kept muting him and he would call me again, which was not like him. So I stood up, I walked to the corner of the room and I answered the phone and Kelly told me that Kurt had passed. Um, after that, I think I pretty much blacked out and didn't remember much except for my principal really just making her office my space and they called my husband and got him there. Um, and so I left school eventually. Um, I, I used my principal's office to help deal with everything you have to do when someone's passed away. And um, I went home and the next morning, I had been crying all night. I brought my son to preschool because I needed the day we took my daughter to daycare and my son to preschool. And as I was walking in the building, one of my fellow teachers, um, wasn't a good friend, but a colleague got along well. She looks at me and she says, she's dropping her daughter off at the preschool also. And she says, oh my gosh, are you sick? Like, she obviously it didn't look good because I had been crying all night. She goes, are you sick? And I'm like, no, actually I just lost my brother. And she knew how I lost him. And um, I think it scared her. And I will tell you that she's the first person at work that I told. And she never, ever acknowledged that death again. When I came back to school, she ignored it. Um, and when I saw her, she never brought it up. And I will tell you, it was super uncomfortable for me. But listen, don't take these things personally. Don't take the people that pull away personally don't worry about those people. It's their stuff that they're dealing with. And we don't know what it is that they're dealing with. Um, I personally would never react the way she did because I'm a helper, especially now that I've been through what I've been through. But don't worry about those people that pull away or don't acknowledge it. Lean on the people that are acknowledging it. Lean on the people that are coming you to you for support. And if someone says to you, I'd like to bring you lunch, I'd like to bring you dinner, can I take your kids this weekend? Say yes to them. They truly wanna help and lean in on those people. And do not burden yourself with the people that don't wanna help. Lean into the helpers. Reach out to your network and use those people. So I'm gonna wrap this up with just saying, First of all, thank you for listening to all of this and giving me the opportunity to be vulnerable and open my heart. As I said at the beginning, you know, I've been through a lot of loss and it's been very difficult, but I believe that through my sharing and vulnerability and ability to be a leader to help other people go through this um, is a gift I've been given. And at times it's hard. I mean, this I've been on the verge of tears recording this. Uh, is it really interesting? My office got super dark. It's getting ready to rain here in Chicago. Um, my office got super dark as I was um, recording this episode, but I felt like I kind of went to another place and just opened my heart. So thank you for allowing me to do that. I hope that, you know, I'm helping someone listening that, to this today. Um, grief is hard. It's hard to understand why these things happen to us, but, you know, dig deep. And um, I'm here for you. You can reach out to me if you want to chat. I'm very open to talking to people. Um, I'm even open to doing a teacher support group if enough people are interested. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting me put this out there into the world. 
Um, just kind of wrap up my three suggestions. I just want you to educate yourself, read about grief, understand grief, and understand that um, it's okay to feel different feelings even within one day. I want you to really go back to school and lean into those kids. Kids are amazing and they really will. It's going to be hard, but you'll see they'll, they'll slowly give you the gift of forgetting your grief for a few minutes, really lean into those kids. And then finally find people at work that are going to be your allies and help you. Most people want to help. And the people that don't seem like they want to help, they're just dealing with their own stuff and they don't know how to deal with it. Don't worry about them. Lean into the people that truly love you and are going to help you. Make sure that you stay connected to me. I'm here for you. For all of you that are going through grief, I'm sorry. I don't know exactly how you feel, but I know the feeling of grief. And I know that that you every day are getting closer and closer to getting back to your new normal. So all my love and support is going out to you. And for all of you that haven't gone through a loss and are listening to this, I admire you for sticking through this tough topic. I think it'll help you get perspective on helping someone through grief, especially when you're a teacher. It just gives you, you know, different challenges than it does other people. And um, I hope that you will join us next week for episode 40 when I talk about supporting the grieving teacher. But until next time, my friends, keep on teaching on.